so happy to have in studio today, ahead of tomorrow's Meetopia Festival, Esther Choi from New York, New Jersey, with a Korean influence. You're one of the big chefs that are going to be at Meetopia this weekend. First of all, welcome to Ireland. Thank you so much for having me. Oh it's my gosh. A pleasure to have you. Welcome to our heat wave. We haven't had one like this in 40 years. This, How does this compare to New York temperatures where you're from? Um, it is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> it, it, you guys call this the heat wave, but in New York, this is like perfect weather. Is it? It's so nice. Look, in New York, it's like you can't even stand outside because it's so hot. Like you start sweating um, and it's super humid right now. It's like 100 degrees Fahrenheit in oh New York. So coming here, it's like, what? What heat wave? So <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is Esther Choi, by the way. It's her that's saying that we're not, this is not like a New York heat wave. Um, so tell me a little bit about Metopia. It's starting tomorrow and you're one of a whole bunch of chefs that are going to be there doing your thing. Yes. Um, Super um, excited to be here. Uh, First time invited to cook at Metopia in general, but I've heard so much about it and I knew what the event was about. So when I got invited this year, I was so delighted and so excited. So it's it's basically everything is cooked over an open flame. Yes. Uh, It's all sustainable wood, um, ethically sourced meat cooked over sustainable wood, and charcoal by the likes of yourselves, world-class chefs. Now, they've said as well that each chef is going to cook a dish that's not on their restaurant menu. Mm -hmm. So I should have asked you first Mm -hmm. what kind of things you have, because you have two restaurants in New York, don't you? Three restaurants. Three? Mm -hmm. Shocker! I'm so bad. My (laughs) research isn't up to speed. Um, What kind of food do you do there? Because I know you have a Korean influence on your food as well. Yeah, so um, the three, two of them are mukbar. So maybe that's why um, it was a little confusing because I have two of the same restaurants um, in different locations. And mukbar is a Korean ramen restaurant. So it's like a Korean-Japanese fusion, I would say, with like a lot of influences of American food. And then I have Miss You, which is more like a cocktail bar. And the menu is like very Korean-American. I would say more like American-Korean. Okay. So, oh. mm-hmm. um, and you have, what are you going to cook this weekend? Do you know as your unique, not on the menu kind yes. of dish? What, do you know what you're going to cook or is that still a, a work in process in your head? Um, well, I have a general idea. <laughs> <laughs> but with like these types of events, um, everything is kind of like special and it's like the first time we're cooking this way over um, an open fire and they're like yeah. building this whole like beautiful grill for us that they've never built before either. So it's kind of like an experiment for all of us. But uh, this way of cooking is so exciting because it's unique and so different. And um, And does Korean food easily transfer to barbecue style cooking, to flame grilling style cooking? I would say so because um, Korean barbecue is like a really big type of um, eating experience, which is is usually like a tabletop grill, but um, it's done over charcoal. So like in Korean restaurants, um, like the nice, the good ones, uh, they will have like charcoal oh. in front of you and you like grill meat at the table. And oh. that's like a, you know, real common way of eating. So um, it's just kind of taking that and putting it into a bigger form. So Much bigger form because yeah. this is going on across the whole weekend and there'll be hordes mm-hmm. of hungry Irish people yeah. coming yeah. to have a lot a of taste. meat. Yeah, a lot of meat. Yeah. Um, what kind of things do you eat at home then? Is it always Korean food? Is it a bit of everything? Or is it just because you travel a lot and you mm-hmm. just like trying new things? Um... Honestly, I'm like one of those Koreans that like want to eat Korean food like every single day. And I just I have kimchi 
every day and for if I could have it for every meal I would um, So kimchi is this kind of pickled cabbage spicy pickled cabbage that we keep hearing now is so good for our gut health but mm-hmm. you've been eating it for years Yeah uh, well I've been eating it since um, I was like basically like a, a born baby you know really? like yeah yeah um, It's pretty so, spicy to feed that to a baby Yeah but my, <laughs> what my mom used to do she used to like wash it in water and like okay. that's that's how we would eat it like younger but you know spice for me is like really kind of like non-existent nothing is really that spicy for me Oh okay Yeah because I've like grown up eating it and I love anything like spicy so So I was going to ask you mm-hmm. I know you're in Ireland um, maybe 24 hours if even 12 hours of this stage uh, Not even like 24 not hours even, okay. Yeah <laughs> Have you have you eaten anything yet in Ireland? I'm wondering. There's nothing spicy. There's nothing traditionally Irish that would be spicy at all. So um, no, not yet. And um, <laughs> I've been having a lot of dairy because I the dairy here is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And you know, really good dairy is like kind of hard to come by in stateside. So like yeah. I, that's what I was like looking forward to. Butter. Yeah. I mean, I don't like yeah, to name brands, but yeah. Kerrygold butter is just <laughs> and it's salty. Yeah, uh, and, salty and in a lot and of European salty. countries, they take the salt out, and it's a bit. It's a bit blander. Yeah. But the Irish stuff is... Yeah, yeah salty, which is why when I ate it, I was like, it's my liking. I like salt. Yeah, so. it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you've worked in all sorts of restaurants and all the different jobs you can do in restaurants. Is the kitchen doing the cooking and the bossing people around the prime place for you? I think that's why I belong in the kitchen because I just like like bossing people around. <laughs> no, but um, I have done um, every restaurant job possible. I actually started in the front of the house and um, switched over to the back just because I felt like, you know, touching food is like what I really love to do. And um, I grew up cooking with my grandmother. So uh, she really taught me um, sort of my philosophy of cooking and my love love cooking. And she really kind of... Um, gave that, you know, gene to me. So, Can I ask you then, mm-hmm. you know, it's because we're thinking, we're talking about barbecues and this kind of thing and Metopia coming up. In Ireland, because I know you're chuckling at our heatwave here because mm-hmm. this is just like a pleasant day in New York for you. Um, we've been doing a lot of, people have been barbecuing a lot recently and almost 100 people have ended up going to hospital with really serious food poisoning. It seems to be all related to barbecues. We're not used to them enough. And so we're undercooking. Some of us are undercooking mm-hmm. our food and getting sick as a result. This is because we don't get a lot of sunny weather, <laughs> so we're not used to it. Give us a few sort of health tips there as to how to make sure that we're not going to make ourselves really sick. You know, I think maybe the reason why um, cooking on open fire could be a little bit difficult is because it's hard to control the temperature of mm. the heat. And I always say that if you're doing like any open fire cooking, you want to have like really hot heat and you want to have low heat as well. Oh. And that's because... Um, it's hard to tell when your meat is cooked on like open fire because it gets dark easily because usually it's hard to control the heat and it gets like too charred. So they're like, oh, it's a done cooking. But actually, maybe it's not done cooking at all. It could be completely rare inside. So you want to like move it over to, you know, the lower temperature. So nice. it actually cooks all the way through. So I feel like that could be like a reason why, you know, people kind of might get confused on if your meat is like cooked all the way. And what about mm-hmm. things like meat thermometer? Is that always a good bet if you're the home chef? I mean, I'm guessing you don't need things like that. You probably poke a piece of meat and you're like, yeah, that's well done or that's medium. Yeah, usually I don't use a thermometer, but I would totally yeah. use it. You're a professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We are yeah. mere backyard virgins <laughs> trying our best not to absolutely kill ourselves with food poisoning. Yeah, no, totally use a thermometer because okay. that's, how you'll know 100% that your meat is done. So, 
Um, last question for you, Esther Choi, who's our chef in from New York, on her way to Guinness Ex Meetopia, which is on starting tomorrow. Um, what would be your death row meal? Your final meal? You can have whatever you want, and we won't judge you if you say, you know, you want chips and burgers. We won't. What, what would you think? Um, mine is uh, definitely like a Korean peasant dish, and Ooh. it's a kimchi stew. Um, and it's what I grew up eating and my mom, it's like a total comfort food for me and my grandma and my mom, you know, made this practically like every day. It's kind of like that meal that they, they don't, they don't have to like think about. It's like, oh, there's nothing to eat. Let's just like make this. It's like that meal. And it's like so comforting for me. And it's like kimchi that's like in a stew and, um, there's a lot of broth and, um, it. That's, is there meat in it or potatoes or um, is it just all cabbagey stuff? It's like uh, the fermented cabbage, okay. and then you and usually it's paired with some type of pork. But you know you can have it with fish or whatever protein you want. But I love mine with pork because I love pork and um, and maybe some like tofu or something like that yeah amazing uh, there you go we found out what her death row <laughs> meal is we know that she's going to be it kind of feels like I'm interviewing a bit of a rock star because you're appearing this weekend <laughs> at Meetopia because it sounds funny to to say that it's there's more celebrity now associated with these kind of events there's mm-hmm. a lot of well-known people coming in so I'm so glad that you took the time to come into us here in Radio Nova oh my gosh of course <laughs> love to be here gonna let you back outside into our laughable heat wave <laughs> <laughs> and hope to see you over the weekend. Thank you so much, Esther Joy. Thank you so much. Can't wait to feed you. Yay! <laughs> the smell of chops in the distance. <laughs>